welcome, welcome. This is the official Plan Your Federal Benefits podcast. My name is Dallin Hawes. I will be your host today, and this is where we go over the tips and tricks and strategies to get the most out of your federal benefits and your federal retirement. So let's get into it. And as always, this podcast is meant for educational purposes only and is not intended to be investment, tax, accounting, or legal advice. Hello, hello. Welcome back to this week's podcast, this week's YouTube video. It is great to have you. Thank you for being here. You know, the last few weeks, I was thinking about my childhood and how I hated being average, where I, I played a lot of sports and I loved to win. I loved to be, be the best. And I really I tried to be above average in everything that I did. And then I got older. I started doing what I do now, which is helping people retire, helping people invest, working through their federal benefits to get the most out of them. And when it comes to investing, I am 100% totally okay with being average. And let me tell you why. Because stereotypically, in my profession, in investing, in the stock market, on Wall Street, they are obsessed with not being average. They are obsessed with beating the market. And for those that don't know what that means is in the market, in the stock market, if you average out, usually what people use is the S&P 500, which is 500 of some of the biggest and medium stocks out there. And if you add the growth of all those stocks, you add all that together, that's what they call the market. And so many investors are always trying to do better than that, right? That is their benchmark of, I want to beat the market. And there's generally two ways to do that. First is you time the market. You try to predict market swings where if you knew exactly when it was gonna go down and when it was gonna come back up and you bought and sold at the perfect times, you would make millions, billions of dollars so easily (laughs) it would be ridiculous, it'd be so, so easy. That's, so that's one way to beat the market, is to predict market swings, to predict the market and to know what's gonna happen. Two, you can pick individual stocks that are gonna outperform others. For example, if you invested in Apple stock when it was first available, you would have done much, much better than just the market over the last 30, 40 years, right? And so those are the two ways. You could predict market swings or you could pick individual stocks that do better than everyone else. Now, in the TSP as a federal employee, you can't pick individual stocks. That's not an option. But predicting market swings, that's, that's a doable option, right? But let me tell you this. Out in the private side, there's what they call mutual funds, which are funds that are managed by professional investors. Where there's a team, there's a manager, where their whole job is to often beat the market, do better than the S&P 500, do better than all of the 500, you know, largest stocks, largest big companies, to do better than those. That is their goal. And let me tell you this, over time, one in 20 of those managers, of professional investors, where that is their sole purpose, their sole job, is to beat the market. One in 20 actually do it. The problem is, if you get lucky, let's say you find the one mutual fund manager that actually can beat the market. 
They, they do it. The odds that they're going to do it next year and then the next year drop so low that it is almost impossible, right? You're better off picking a manager that, that did not beat the market last year if you want a better chance of beating it next year, right? So the numbers are so against you of picking the one manager that's going to do well, it's unbelievable. Second, when you have these professional managers, these professional people trying to pick things and time the market and doing all those things, it costs money. And they charge high management fees, which get passed on to the investor, right? To invest in it, it costs money. And so these fees eat away at your returns over time. So let's say they do a little better than the market. By the time you take in, con into consideration their fees, you don't. You actually lose. So when it comes to time in the market, the numbers are against you. That is what the research says, is that the numbers are completely against you. Now, is it possible? Is it possible to do better than the market over time? Yes, 100%. You have Warren Buffett to prove that it's possible. And he is one of the richest, most successful people in the world because he is good at it. And because he is good at, it, good at it, he has made himself and others lots and lots of money. So I don't want to say it's impossible because it very much is. But for every Warren Buffett, I would say there are thousands, if not millions, of people that try to do what he does and fail and actually do worse than the market. That don't do as well, right? And so if you are the next Warren Buffett, please, by all means, time the market. Please, make as much money as you can. Be as successful as you possibly can. I encourage you, please go do that. But if your full-time position, <laughs> your job is not to do better than the market, not to pick the one company, the two companies that is going to outperform, if that's not what, you're, what you love and what you're going to read about and study and you're not into that, Please don't, I, I, would, I say please don't try. Please don't try. Unless you're going to go all in. Unless you're going to be the next Warren Buffett. Unless you're going to be committed to be good at it. Don't, don't try because the numbers are against you. And if, I, I like to think about it this way. If you try to be above average without fully committing, you're going to be below average. Where me, I am committed to be average. I'm committed to invest in things that just match the market consistently and every time with extremely low fees. That's what I'm committed to, where over time, I will do exactly what the market does. And I am not going to deal with the stress of trying to beat it every year and only do it, accomplish it very, very few times, right? And the good news for you as federal employees is that the TSP was built on these principles. They knew the math, they knew the statistics of trying to beat the market and say, hey, beating the market is for the birds. It doesn't work over time. So how do we build a tool for federal employees like you to get the most out of investing in the simplest possible way? And so they built the TSP. And for example, the C fund, in the TSP is meant to match the S&P 500, the market, right? And it will do that. It will get very close, if not perfectly, with the market every single year. And the reason the TSP is so good is because, because they don't have professional 
managers that are trying to go in and, and, and time the market and pick individual stocks, they don't have that. The TSP is just trying to match the market. And so the fees in the TSP are extremely low, extremely, extremely low. And over time, all that money, those millions of dollars that they are saving, probably billions of dollars because there's so much money in the TSP, all that money is passed right back to you as extremely low fees. And over time, you get the benefits of matching the market, getting that growth without trying to be fancy and without paying excessive fees. So that is the big things to think about when trying to time the market. So that's why I say I love being average. Average for me is totally okay because if you are able to stick to the basics or being average of investing, being consistent, consistently investing in your TSP, sticking to your plan, then over time those average things that you do breed over average results where you're gonna be above average every single time because you applied these basic, these average things in a very consistent, in a patient way. So over time, these good decisions compound. Over time, they grow, they get bigger, and you will have an incredible retirement by focusing on the basics, not trying to get too fancy. I talk with federal employees all the time that are saying, hey, I know the TSP has these funds, but I don't like them. I don't think they're too simple. I think there's better options on the private side. I want those. And while there are some pretty good options on the private side, there's there are some. You have to wade through thousands, thousands of mutual funds, index funds, ETFs to find the good ones, the ones that are the lowest fees that are going to give you similar results to the TSP over time, right? And so, in my opinion, for most federal employees, it makes so much sense to use the TSP to the fullest, to get the most out of it, and really focus on the basics and not trying to get fancy. Like I said, if, you're in the, if you are the next Warren Buffett, by all means, ignore all of, all of this, right? If you have the skills to go pick the next apple, go for it. But just know the risks that you are taking that thousands and thousands of people try and fail. For the few people that over time can do it, like a Warren Buffett, uh, a Lynch, uh, all these famous money managers that are actually very good at it, it is very, very rare. And that's why they're paid so much because they're so good at it and it is so rare. And even me, as a financial planner, my job is to help people retire, to get the most out of their benefits, to work with their taxes, to, to really maximize their lives in all those different ways. But it is not, my job is not to pick individual stocks, to pick the next apple. That's not what I do. What I do is focus on long-term results, on things that work consistently over time. I'm not betting my client's money or my money on things that may or may not work. I want consistent results that's gonna get you and my clients exactly where they want to go and that is a successful retirement that they can consistently rely on and know that's gonna be there for them down the road. So I hope this is helpful. This is how I think and this is what the numbers say. In all the research, this is the type of investing that consistently works over time.
So I hope this is helpful. I hope this gives you some context into why the TSP is so amazing and how you can use it to get incredible results. I hope this is helpful for you, useful for you, and changes how you approach your benefits, approach your life, and approach your retirement. Have a great week. I'll see you soon. And again, thank you for making it to the end of my video, the end of my podcast. I hope this brought value to you and your life. My goal with this content is to bring as much value to as many people as I possibly can. So please, if you can, if this brought value to you, please show your support. Subscribe. Hit the thumbs up. Comment. Give me feedback about what you want to hear about, what you want to learn about, and how you can get more value out of this and so that I could do the very best I can to make this the best channel for my viewers, for my listeners, the very best I can. So again, thank you for being here and investing in yourself and in your future. And I will see you next week.